This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is Matthew Cruz with the Comstock Report. While a band of storms rage across parts of the eastern Corn Belt, causing serious flooding in parts of St. Louis, the outlook for August remains grim for the western Corn Belt. August is especially important for soybeans, and yesterday's latest forecast models still show a rebuilding of the central U.S. ridge in early August into September, bringing hot, dry conditions back all the way up to Canada as well. The August crop report will be the first to include actual field measurements for yield potential on August 12th. It's likely to show dramatic scrambling of global trade flows in the wake of the safe corridor deal. On that front, a joint coordination center is being set up in Istanbul in a four-way format involving Russia, Ukraine, Turkey, and the UN. It's to ensure inbound grain ships do not have weapons for Ukraine and that outbound shipments are inspected for both contents and quality of grain on board. Turning to wheat, even with plans afoot to set up systems for allowing grain out of Ukraine, Russia's declared objective to advance new attacks on the port of Mykolaiv yesterday raised doubts among private shippers about the safety and high insurance costs. The trade is no longer assuming all that hostage grain is suddenly available as if a switch has been flipped. Further ongoing concerns about drought losses in wheat across Europe is offsetting reports Russia's crop may be up 10 million tons higher than USDA's July estimate. There are also reports of quality issues that will render a good portion of Russia's crop only feed grade. Optimism on biofuel use edged higher as crude oil traders didn't flinch from an announcement the Biden administration will release another 20 million barrels from the strategic oil reserve. Brent crude is higher again on data from the American Petroleum Institute late yesterday showing U.S. crude stocks fell by 4 million barrels through Friday after the surprising build of 1.9 million barrels the prior week. Gasoline stocks were down as well. Brazil is primed to plant one of the largest soybean areas yet again. Early projections see soybean area rising to nearly 106 million acres, roughly 2.6% greater than last season. Planted area is one thing, but production is another. Much of these acres will be new with low fertility. The cost of fertilizer will also pressure farmers to use fewer inputs. Last season saw La Nina wipe out over 20 million metric tons of production in the southern part of the country. Meteorologists still predict La Nina weather forces to continue through the end of the year. This could signal a repeat of last year with drier tendencies to impact the southern part of the country where over 20% of the country's soybean production originates. Since Brazil overtook the U.S. as the largest soybean producer in the 2018-19 crop year, their lead has only widened. U.S. soybean acreage has stabilized in the last five years as it competes with corn. In Brazil, soybeans are the primary crop and don't compete as much in frontier areas. However, as the U.S. has reached its total peak acres, we expect that gap to continue to increase in Brazil as their soybean acres will slowly pull corn acres up higher as well, as there will be a larger pool of soybeans to double crop corn on. The second crop corn harvest in Brazil is surpassing 70% completion this week. Mato Grosso is over 90% complete with some farmers already wrapping up in the central part of the state. Yields continue to be favorable despite lack of precipitation towards the end of the season. 
While later planted corn will undoubtedly experience yield reductions, they could be partially offset by an increase in acres. We have already seen Conab boost acres in prior reports. Neighboring states are not large enough to have any material impact on the overall production at this point. It all comes down to Mato Grosso. If Mato Grosso can maintain a production level of 39 to 40 million metric tons, the overall Brazilian crop will inch closer to 115 million metric tons. However, we won't know for sure until we see how far the yields fall on the later planted fields. We are seeing yields fall off sharply in the states of Goiás and Minas Gerais as the harvest progresses. But these were expected as the epicenter of the late season drought was centered over these areas. You are listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, visit us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profit.